The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. When I say dingle, you say dangle, dingle. Dangle! Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, a Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am, as always, your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, joined by Lex Simpson. Get ready to pay the roll booth. Huh? Nope. Yeah. No. Samantha Grubbs. Uh, Co-Dungle Master. Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, Sire Wade. How do I get my cat to stop stealing my underwear and hiding it in the letterbox? <laughs> Get crappier underwear. Ah, right? there we go. Less fashionable mm-hmm. underwear. You've got some pretty good shorts, man. So I don't know. you have a covetous kitten, and you're paying the price. Every time I do the laundry, he robs my my clean laundry pile. So it's not dirty, at least. Oh yeah. Oh oh no. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh gosh. Oh no. All right. Anyway, yeah. okay. last time on Diggles and Dangles. <laughs> oh, this will be good. I have no idea what we did. Our squad. <laughs> Learned more about Vega, the red dragonborn pirate who had stolen their sand skipper. He gave his insights into the history of Babalex and his people's banishment to the desert. Then Leaf Jim taught him how to Dougie, and he joined the party on their return journey to Clayborough with the promise that he could take the vehicle back to his people once they were dropped off. Outside of town, the party found Theo Crawley, Polly's former- Thelonious! Thelonious. Polly's former youth group leader, cowering behind a dune. He explained that the town was under attack by the Prickly Pear Gang and that their employers, the Zalus-worshipping Humane Confederation, had launched a siege on the Ember Monastery. The group split, with Mendo and Polly heading into town to fight off the bandits, while Leaf Jim rushed to the monastery to restore the fire in the elemental hearth and return the monk's power to them. That's right. I remember getting blue-balled, but I couldn't remember why. <laughs> That's right. And now we can nut, y'all. <laughs> I am so ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now that we're all ready and primed, uh, uh, here's the situation. All ready. Oh, yes. Very primed. Mendo. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) uh, Mendo and Polly, you guys have just slid down this very tall dune and are starting to work your way towards Clayborough. It's about half a mile off, and uh, you guys are running there now. You can see. There are humans on the backs of giant lizards that are rounding up and essentially herding these halflings. Uh, we're going to the special edition of Clayborough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking uh, dewbacks. <laughs> and uh, there are also a number of them that are on foot manacling and caging these halflings. Uh, on the backs of these camel-drawn carts, there are cages that they're being loaded into. You hear a couple of explosions coming from the far side of town, but you're not close enough yet. Uh, Leaf Jim, you're heading towards the monastery, monastery, is that correct? Yeah, I'm heading towards the monastery since I have the bellows. All right, great. Uh, before you guys get into the shit, is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, does it look like any of the halflings are like resisting? Does it seem like there's any like battle front going on already? Yes, there are a number of things going on. So uh, you see uh, there's an older halfling woman that's waving a torch and a dagger at a group of humans who have surrounded her with their scimitars drawn, and she is protecting a group of halfling children from being captured. You also see there, you see the mayor of the town who you'd met before, Tomlin Stonetoe, 
has two hand axes and he starts hacking at the shins of one of these uh, of one of these bandits. How'd that guy get stuck to a ceiling? <laughs> get dual wheel hatchets. He he learned. He learned since uh, last time. But you see quickly a, a, a group of bandits then quickly swarm on him and start beating him with clubs. Uh, he, they leave him bloodied and begin dragging him back t- towards the carts. And this is all before you guys are arriving. You guys can just make this out at the edge of your vision. You see uh, there, there are a couple of other things going on. You, you hear a couple of explosions further into town and you see... A number of prickly pear gang members are uh, stuffing the uh, the kilns on the side of these little dome huts shut and essentially making them into little pressure bombs. Uh, so essentially blowing up people's homes with their own kilns. And so that's just a number of things that are happening right now. Let's cut over to Leaf Jim. Yes. You're making your way towards the monastery. You see the steps leading up to the monastery are covered in uh, soldiers from the Humane Confederation. We described their insignia as being like the Vitruvian man inside a white circle over a blue tabard. Yes. Uh, and they're wearing like chain mail and shields and long swords. And, and so far it seems that they're starting to win the fight against the monks. There's like one monk for every three or so soldiers and they are, the tide is turning against them. How far am I from them? Uh, you're still making your way towards them about half a mile off. Uh, but you know there are two entrances to the monastery that you know of at least. Uh, one is the garage that you got essentially underneath that you took the sand skippers from. And the other is the steps that this battle is occurring on. Uh, so where are you heading, Lichjum? Well, I'm going to go to the garage, of course. Uh, sneak the back way in. All right. It is, it's not long before you arrive at the garage. Uh, it's essentially like a cut out indent into the side of this huge cylindrical shaped red rock that's rising out of the earth. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. So are you going to pass without trace first? Yeah, I'm going to do Pass Without Trace. You already did. I, I kind of remember that from last because you were like, I passed Without Trace and then we ran away. Yes. <laughs> Great. Okay, so I think <laughs> I'm, yeah. Uh, so did you cast Pass Without Trace on everyone? Is that is that the case? Uh, we're too far, aren't we? Do I have to be by them? Uh, but I'm saying when you cast it, were they with you? Yes. Yeah. I think the idea was we were going to sneak in and then I got a bug up my ass. What? It's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, we'll say that you guys... Uh, all cast past without trace. So you guys are running in, but uh, you do have this plus 10 bonus of stealth. And it la- it's a concentration up to an hour or something like that, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, great. So Leaf Jim, go ahead and give me that stealth check with your plus 10 from Pass Without Trace as you're entering this garage area. 25. All right. Leaf Jim, you approach the base of this rock structure and head straight for the sand skipper storage. And you see smoke is pouring out before you even get there. As you slip in past the smoke and hug a wall, you can see that there are three people in this garage with you. Two, the soldier looking guys that you've seen on the stairwells, all wearing the symbol of Zalus on their tabards and on their shields. And you see in their hands, rather than their swords drawn, they have torches and they are lighting the sand skippers on fire. And you see a third of them, a uh, what, what is apparently a mage, he wears blue robes with the insignia of Zalus on its back. And he is blasting firebolts at these ships in order to catch them on fire. Just quickly, smoke them out. Uh, you see at the back of the garage, past all of this, they don't seem to have noticed you, past all these burning sand skippers, there are a few left that they haven't lit, lit on fire. They've only lit two on fire so far. There are five total in the garage. Past them, there is uh, the door that you know leads directly inside the monastery. And it's open. Hmm. What would you like to do? I don't think it's very nice to burn other people's property. Uh, but I don't know if I should 
teach them that lesson right now or if I should <laughs> go on with my mission. I, uh, hmm, I'm going to... Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I man. know. Oh, oh. Mendo's hierarchy of needs, just like <laughs> <laughs> booze. Yeah, like what would Mendo do? Like drinking, burning <laughs> stuff. No, don't ask what Mendo would do. That's the wrong question to ask yourself. <laughs> uh, while you're thinking, they light another of the skippers on All fire. All right, it's fine. I'm gonna have to shillelagh and bonk. The classic shillelagh and bonk. Uh, is that what you're, you're, you're casting shillelagh and... And bonk. You are? And bonk. <laughs> it's not a spell. It's one of my favorite <laughs> cartoons from Ireland. Yeah. It's a level three Jim, bonk. Jim, Jim, you are? <laughs> yes. On the the guy in the blue. All right, great. Uh, you cast shillelagh and you walk up right behind, still unnoticed. He's barking orders. Burn the boats! Burn them all to the ground! We'll smoke them out of the monastery! And you walk up right behind him and bonk him. Roll an attack roll with advantage. That wasn't too bad. Um, that's going to be... Wait, is this initiative? or? Oh, yes. Uh, we'll, we'll do this outside of initiative just because you got the sneak attack, but uh, we'll roll initiative after. Okay, no. Uh, 15. Uh, 15 does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Oops. Bonk, 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 Mr. Shillelagh, give me a ball. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out what I actually roll. Oh wait, no, it's my... It's 4d8. what? Isn't it? Oh, it's been a while since I've shillelaghed in Monk. if your shillelagh is 4d8, why the hell have you been turning into things? That's my hit dice. That's your HP, that's your health, that's your health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, edit that out so all the nerds don't know. No, everyone's gonna know. <laughs> uh, go ahead and I'm tweeting it, tweeting it. <laughs> it's a D8 plus wisdom. Six. Great, six damage. <laughs> All right, you hear? Ah, oh, I've been bonked. <laughs> <laughs> who who bonked me? Turns around. Uh, that does give away your position when you do a melee attack. Uh, and we're gonna go ahead and roll initiative for you right now. All right. I tell him, it's not very nice to burn other people's stuff. Basically, that whole spiel I gave earlier. This is, is this yours, young man? It's, are these ships yours? You're an abomination, and we're going to kill you in the name of Zealous. Oh. Oh, they're, they're human supremacists. Oh. We are human supremacists. Pretty How do you big. hear me? I'm running. It's a thin <laughs> metaphor. He's just yelling from the garage. He's just saying that. That's how he says, that's how he introduces himself in every conversation. His and his soldiers will roll. I had 12. You got 12? Mm-hmm. Leaf Jim, you win the initiative. Fuck him again. We'll get back to this fight. Let's first cut over to Mendo and Polly. Uh, you guys have just arrived in town. Uh, you're at the edge of it uh, now, but uh, it's everything's in chaos. There are all of these caged peoples on the back of these carts. The valuable belongings of the villagers seem to be piled in the center of this circle of carts. You see in one of the carts, most of them are packed with like 10 or 12 halflings, but one of them has one creature in it a metallic gold dragonborn stripped of her armor. Oh, yeah, the bartender. Yes. Breva, bloodied and beaten, is in one of these carts locked away. <sighs> you see that there are six bandits that are, seem to be guarding the carts and taking in the new arrivals, as many others all around town are gathering people up. Two of these guys are on lizard back, and uh, like a dozen or more of them are, are just around the village. You hear another kiln explode. Things are going down. I gotta, I gotta protect the children, man. 
I'm here to I'm here to protect innocence, so I'm gonna help out old lady Torch over there. How how clustered are those uh, guards accepting new folks? Uh, those guys, uh, I'll say there are two groups of three of them. Cool. Each group like thirty feet separated. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell Polonius that too. If, while he's running out there, like, yeah, yeah, do yours. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna try to get Breva out because I remember she was whipping ass last time. So maybe we can help her. Cool. Yes, I'm gonna try to scooch around and see if I can get them into a 15 foot cone. I know it sounds specific. I'm, I'll explain why later. Let's roll initiative for you guys as well, just uh, so to help us keep track. Ooh, not bad. 15. I got an eight. And are we are we st- coming out of stealth? Uh, you guys can roll a stealth roll if you'd like to sneak up on these groups. Yeah, why not? I doubt it's gonna work, but we got plus ten, baby. Uh, that's a twenty-two. Okay. You. <laughs> oh wait, wait. With, with, with disadvantage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Nineteen. Still good. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, we're at disadvantage. Oh, I only me. Oh, okay. I have clinkety clunk armor on. <laughs> I got a fourteen, so. <laughs> Yeah, Polly, you uh, can pretty much make yourself uh, look like just like a, a human walking around. Hey, guys. Their eyes are pretty much on the ground. And Mendo, you're, you're able to just uh, sort of see where their eye lines are going and duck around various dome-shaped halfling holes to get closer. Uh, we'll go with Mendo first. What are you doing? Burning hands. <laughs> you target a group of three and uh, the three nearest to Breva, I imagine. That's it. Uh, and you target with them with burning hands. They'll make dexterity saving throws. Uh, nat 20 on one of them. Nat 9 on another. He doesn't have very good dexterity. And another one passes with a total of 18. Uh, so two of them pass. Uh... (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a hit and run operation because I just, oh my God. What's the damage on that? Uh, four. Halved to two for the ones who passed. A little tickle. It's a taste. It's like they didn't wait for their coffee to get, like, the cool down long enough. Ah, something slightly uncomfortable in my boots. What is <laughs> the wait? The weather here is weird. Uh, they look down and they see you, your little flames licking at their boots. Ah, another one for the cart. And then uh, they all go in to grab you, Mendo. Uh, one of them's going to try and grapple you. I had a feeling. <laughs> If that ends your turn, do you want to do anything else besides burning hands? Uh, I was going to, like, try to do... I don't know how much move I have left on a last action. Yeah, you could have stayed far enough away that you're not within melee range if you'd like to... It was more that I was going to, like, try to flame and then, like, try to circle around and try to, like, skirt and... So run away. Like, (laughs) gorilla attack. Yeah, you want to get, like, 25 feet away and, like... Sure. Yeah, you move your movement away. You say one of them goes... I'll take care of this little shit. Yay, one. You all just keep watching the carts. Uh, and uh, one of them goes after you. The others go and grab some javelins from the side of the cart. So the one that chases after you is able to catch up with you because he has long human legs. And he's going to take <laughs> he's gonna take a, a slash at you with his uh, scimitar. That's a three. <laughs> Fully misses. You duck under his scimitar slash as the others, now having grabbed javelins, launch them at you. Big old miss. That's a big old miss. Two javelins land in the sand next to you. And then we'll go over to, to Polly as Mendo's operating his hit and run operation. Polly, uh, you roll up on this situation. Similarly, there are three bandits that have gathered around this woman. She has just had the dagger uh, knocked out of her hand. Uh, and one of these bandits has lifted a child up by the collar and is starting to drag it away. Oh, man. Okay, so I have, I get one... Um bonus surprise around, right? You yeah, you you are solid right now. Okay, I'm going to cast a sacred weapon just to get a little bit of a little bit of meat 
on my uh, uh, uh on these bashings, these bongs and bashings that are gonna be coming. All the folks at home, sacred weapon. Uh, I just imbue my weapon with positive energy. So Good vibes. I add one proton to my flail, and now it's positive. Uh, <laughs> you just read the secret and then pull out your flail. With positive energy. I'm, yeah, I'm a. I have a, a board at home that I put my weapon on. It's just uh, all pictures of flails on your on your dream board <laughs> yeah you see this um little glowing ball starts whipping around <laughs> your flail and it's and whipping your flail into motion such that it's spinning on its own and it begins to have this low hum uh go ahead and i guess assume you're attacking one uh yeah so that was my action but just so do i get do you're gonna let me attack you, as you well? uh you rolled better than on this group of bandits on initiative so you do get to go twice in a row all right so i'm just going to um Go up to the one with the kid, and I'm going to give him a good old shield bash, knock him over. Knock him prone? Yeah. Uh, hopefully knocking the kid out of his arms as well. <laughs> that's uh, a contested athletics check. All right, that's going to be a 15 from me. Oh, that is a raw 18. Are you kidding me? All right, well. He <laughs> remains upright. You just, uh, you go to buckle his knees with a bash. It's like, wow, what the hell? It turns around and you're there. Well, that's still a bonus action. That's just me going, hey. Yep. Hey, hey, jerk. No, <laughs> that's very, very bad. No. And Who then the I, fuck uh, are you, mate? I'm, and then I'm going to give him a good old bonk. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bonk, no. <laughs> the bonk, however, uh, for 23. 23. Oh, to hit. Okay. <laughs> to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, solid bonking. Go ahead and do that solid damage. Solid bonking. Okay, that's going to be 10. That's how math works. Uh, this guy's on death's door. You bra- he, He's like, who the f- who the fuck is that bashing on my knee? And then he turns around and gets a magic flail to the side of the head and is can no longer speak. All of the teeth come out of his mouth. <laughs> so this is why you should focus on positivity, sir. Anything else with your turn? Uh, that's all I can do for now. Great. This bandit drops the kid, draws a scimitar, and goes to slash at you. Uh, essentially just flailing. Uh, that is a 13 to hit, does not hit you. Not even close. <laughs> uh, the other two will also draw scimitars and point them towards you. It's two. Nat 20. Ah! One of them slashes you up. Ooh, for 12 slashing damage. Nice. <laughs> you say that? I say, I say. You know what? You're you're doing the best out of everybody, buddy. Okay. Don't compliment um, me while I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> Listen, you were attacking an old lady. Now at least you're attacking uh, a warrior. You're stepping up every every minute, man. A warrior, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Shut up! You're confusing me. <laughs> I'm smiling real hard at him. I'm saying you could choose a better life right now. <laughs> we'll jump back over to Leaf Jim. Uh, in the garage, uh, burning uh, ships around you. Uh, Leaf Jim, you actually won that initiative, so you get to go again. Shillelagh at the ready. Shillelagh at the ready, but... uh, Little abomination will kill you! Well, I prepared a a spell that I'm finally happy to use. It's called Moonbeam. What? (laughs) What is that? I didn't make it up, okay? I hope it's from, like, some kind of Saturday morning cartoon or something (laughs) particular. Who are you targeting? Well, that was my question, is if I could get all of them because a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius 40 foot high cylinder oh focused on a point within range and uh when a creature enters that area it's engulfed in ghostly flames and causes searing pain uh (laughs) they have to make a constitution saving throw (laughs) okay uh so you can either get both soldiers or the mage that's on you Mm. 
can you move the moonbeam? On each of your turns after you cast a spell, you can use an action to move the moonbeam up to 60 feet in any direction. Uh, you can certainly do that. Uh, <laughs> what, what would you like to do? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go for... I'm going to finish off the mage. So when they enter it for the first time on their turn or starts its turn there, the way that typically works is if you cast it on an area, mm-hmm. that doesn't really count as entering an area. It says or it starts its turn there. Yeah, so in this in this instance, uh, they'll take the damage on their turn. Ugh, but I want to see what it does now. <laughs> uh, don't worry, it'll, <laughs> it's no longer... So you're doing it on the evil mage, I, I changed right? my mind. I want to do it on the two young... Or, I'm assuming, well, the owl young to me. <laughs> this moonbeam <laughs> begins to open up on the mage. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it moves over to the soldiers very suddenly, yeah. like a spotlight, uh, lights them up, and they're just like, oh, this feels weird. I don't know what it's going to do yet. <laughs> uh, and, uh, what is that, it going to do? That is now the mage's turn, uh, this evil, evil mage. Does he start his next turn saying, I'm a human supremacist? I'm a humane supremacist. <laughs> That's enough out of you. And he casts hold person on you. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. 17. You are not paralyzed at all. He's like, okay, hold person. Hold person. Why aren't, why aren't you held? I bet it doesn't uh, work because you don't count as a person, you weird gnome. Oh, man. I should have known. You're an abomination. <laughs> Well, a monster. I I don't appreciate that. And if that's how you compliment women, then it's no wonder that you're all alone and doing horrible things like this with all these horrible people. I'm a war mage of zealous. It can't be that my spell just failed. Uh, that ends his turn. Uh, he sucks ass. And that is now the soldiers uh, who begin their turns. <laughs> what do they have to do? A dexterity saving throw? Oh, constitution. Let's go ahead. Let's see what their constitution is. Uh, they have a plus one. I shouldn't be telling you this. <laughs> Uh, nat 20 on the first one, natural 9 on the second one, so he gets a 10. All right, so one passes, one fails. But he does get half. Yes, half his damage. He does still take half, yeah. 2d10. 2d10 radiant damage. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 14. I can do basic math. Nice. Uh, 14 damage? Yes. Uh, one of them just erupts into... Tell, tell me what these... Um, is it ghostly flames? The, the silvery moonbeams. It comes from the locket that I'm wearing, which holds a, a photo, a, a picture of my beloved Figus Bilver. Uh, and the light radiates from from my heart where the locket is and it sticks onto them it goes across like they're being painted white and then it just burns and turns into like a silvery sort of flame and there's lots of screaming. You can hear the light laughter of Figus <laughs> and then it's it burns! I'm gonna die! <laughs> it's love napalm <laughs> your moonbeams did more damage than my literal fire like burns them were napalm of love napalm of love it's, it's one of my favorite Van Halen songs. <laughs> uh, that is... Uh, one of them is on death's door. The other one is halfway there. And that ends... Wait, no, that does not end. It starts their turn. <laughs> That's how they start their yes. day. Uh, <laughs> uh, these soldiers will run up to you and uh, out of the moonbeam and try to get into range and stab you. Uh, they have long swords. They're going to use them. Well, I'm a short person, so it seems a bit unnecessary. Uh, one of them gets a 14 to hit. Does that hit? No. All right. The other one gets a six. Also misses. Yes. All right. But they have two attacks. So. Oh, shit. They have two oh, attacks. One gets a 21 to hit and one gets a crit. 
All right, so uh, each of their second attacks hits you. Uh, very good, very good. Uh, one for nine damage, the other for seven damage. So a total of 16. How are you feeling? You know, I'm a bit cold in here, actually. The garage is... <laughs> really? It's full of... It's in the desert and full of burning... You know, after being in the sunlight, now that I'm in the shade, it feels quite nice. But uh, other... <laughs> Surrounded by fire. Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling... Uh, I'm feeling uh, okay. <laughs> I've been better. All right, uh, we cut back to Mendo. Mendo, you uh, are being pursued by one of these bandits. The other two are lobbing javelins at you. Uh, what are you up to? Uh, what are you doing? I don't know how this works rule-wise, but I'm going to keep leading him on and throw an Eldritch Bolt at him and keep trying. Basically, it's just kind of... One is in melee range of you, so if you leave his melee range, you will take an opportunity attack. Okay. Uh, let's just Eldritch, uh, do I provoke one if I Eldritch him in the face right now? If he does not die, yeah. And also you'd have disadvantage because he's within melee range. Hmm. And I'll, I'll, you know what, I'm gonna take that opportunity, I'll, I'll take that attack of opportunity. I'll get out of his range. Alright, you keep kiting him, he takes a, a swing at you as you're moving away, misses. Woo! Uh, you dodge under a scimitar swipe and move another 25 feet east. Eldritch bow! Uh, who are you targeting with that? That guy. The one who's closest to me. It's a hit. It's like 20. Yep. Yep. Uh, but believe it or not, Cactus isn't fireproof, so you do <laughs> nail him. What? Go ahead and roll damage. Seven. All right, this guy is looking right fucked up as you nail him in the chest with hellfire. He starts stamping it out on his chest, and you hear Breva's voice weakened. Mendo! Mendo, their, their leader! He's in the Gilded Kiln! They've taken the Gilded Kiln. The Gilded Kiln? They have your sister, Nando. Oh. Bigger fish! I'm just, I'm one thing at a time, damn it, Breva. I'm just giving you information. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying, I'm kind of... <laughs> yeah, she hacks up some blood, uh, and then these bandits go. The one continues his pursuit of you. He is fast boy, so he will catch up and delivers... A solid miss on your ass. Well done. The other two. I feel like you're like cartwheeling all over the place, like just lots of tiny person moves. It's probably, knowing Mendo, it's probably more like stumble, fall, just <laughs> as the blade goes over. Strategically tripping over yourself. That was a 15 and a 14 from the javelins, though. Uh, yeah, they both hit. They both hit, okay. Two damage on the first javelin. Cool, cool. Four damage on the second. Ooh. Man, these guys were not all state. You know what? Yeah, on the next turn, you'll be able to position yourself in such a way that you'll be able to have cover from where they're uh, throwing from. That they will or I will? You will. Okay. Polly, you're facing down with a group of these bandits. You've absolutely <laughs> demolished the head of one of them, uh, but he's still standing up and swinging. What do you do? Uh, let me oh, see actually, 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 that is not your turn. Uh, this old woman with the torch yeah, uh, baby! tries to finish off the guy that you... <laughs> She crits. Yeah! <laughs> she jams the torch into the back of this guy's weakened head and just lights his skull on fire from the inside. <laughs> all the guys are like, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Them fucking monsters! See, this is why you should respect your elders. Fuck you! <laughs> that is uh, now Polly's turn. <laughs> One of them's dead. Uh, I for sure, like, turned to the old woman, give her a little wink. I'm like, that was great. That As was you wink, job. she uh, picks her dagger back up and gets it ready. And I go, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, young man. <laughs> so there was a, there was one that gave me a critical hit and one that didn't last time, right? Correct. 
All right, I'm gonna go for the one who didn't give me a critical hit because I still believe that the critical hit guy can't be saved. I'm I'm truly a fucking piece of shit. But right now, that's the present. But the future is what you choose to be right now. Okay, I'm gonna swing at the other guy. I've always chosen to be a bad person. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a 14. 14 to hit the non-critter. A 14 will hit. Yay! Okay, 11. 11. Uh, finish him. <laughs> uh, I say, I'm swinging and I say, now we're going to learn about the power of positivity. I'm making full eye contact with the crit guy. I'm saying, okay, now, exhibit A, when you're positive, you start winning more. Do you want to know how to win? This is how you win. And then uh, just one swift uh, flail up, uh, break the jaw of the dude, uh, full snapping of the neck, uh, <laughs> protruding neck bone. Yep, the bottom of his teeth go into his brain. Yep. Now, what did we learn? All right, all right, good civics lesson. <laughs> Let's just relax for a second. Oh, let, let me save that in. I have a PowerPoint if you want it. Uh, he disengages and runs away. Nice. Good move. <laughs> that ends Polly's turn. Uh, this guy disengages. Uh, let's jump back to Leaf, Jim. You are surrounded now. All these guys are on you, uh, all trying to beat you down with melee weapons. Uh-huh. The evil mage is still in your area. All right. Well, you know, I, I say, you know, boys, all of this moonlight really has me itching to... Uh, to uh, what are you talking about? Um, are you going to do an itch-based spell? What are you doing? Oh, yes. I, I, it seems I have something behind my ear, and I start scratching and scratching, and then I, ta- I change it to a direwolf. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to cast Infestation. <laughs> I don't say anything because I'm a direwolf now. <laughs> Monster! Oh, yes. I, so now as a direwolf, I, I would like to go and bite the mage. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you bite the mage. Go for his his heart, jugular, you know, that whole area. <laughs> Your moonbeam is still active, just so you know. It, is it? Because you could have moved it and then turned into a direwolf, right? No, it's a concentration spell, so. It's a bonus action to turn into a wolf. It's an action to move the moonbeam. I like you've got a deadly spotlight. It's a concentration, though. Can I concentrate if I'm a wolf? You can concentrate. In fact, uh... Turning into a wolf gives you higher constitution, so you can actually maintain concentration for longer. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, Andre, I'm not a nerd. I didn't know that. <laughs> Whoa! So, Whoa! But I would like to do that. <laughs> You're not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so. just so you know, being a nerd, I guess, is kind of okay. Sometimes. We're learning so many lessons today. Hate begets hate. Oh my wow. god. Uh, Just, uh... Oh, okay. Wow. I'm going to take your advice and... Mo- <laughs> Uh, I'm <laughs> so the, all the insults feel really unnecessary at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. It's just it's been a long week, guys. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it's just you know. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? I have a lot going on in my life right now. I don't care. What are you doing? Oh wait, sorry, sorry. We're not talking about that. <laughs> okay. Um. So yes, Leaf Jim is going to move the moonbeam. Let's just fire fire it at all of them, and then yeah, change into the dire wolf. It's very werewolfy. You get under the moonlight. Yes. <laughs> Oh, all right, uh, so they'll all make con saves. Uh, oh no, the mage is bad at constitution. Uh, oh no. Okay, uh, one of them gets an at 20. The same one that got an at 20 last time gets another one. Oh damn. Uh, he'll take half, but go ahead and roll your 2d10 radiant damage. Four. Rolled really low. 2d10, you got a four? Yes. All right, uh, 
So four damage to those two. I mean, I could have lied. I could have said any other number. Well, they're like, oh, what is this? This is less potent than it was before. And it, what are you doing? Why are you scratching yourself? Oh! Yes. <laughs> this mage is going to first cast shock. You see his um hand gets wreathed in lightning as he tries to grab at you. I don't know why he's trying to grab a, a wolf. He's not a very smart man. But I am kind of cute as a wolf. <laughs> Roll a four. Misses. You uh, just snap at his hand and he pulls it back. <laughs> oh, bad dog. Bad dog. <laughs> and the soldiers are going to try and get you with their long swords. An 18 to hit. Does that hit your wolf form? Yes. Another gets a 20 total. One of them gets seven damage. One of them gets six. That ends their turn. Let's jump over to Mendo. You're kiting and blasting. You've just been dropped some knowledge by Breva. What do you do? Uh, uh, continue. How many? I've only got three on my ass, right? Uh, there's three, yeah. Uh, one's on your ass. The other two are throwing shit. Where, where am I in? Um... So, like, they're in the middle. The, the two that are throwing stuff are in the middle of these circle of carts. Mm-hmm. You're on the outside with one of them on you. He's, like, five feet away from you. And the other two are at an angle where they can still throw stuff at you. Now you can move yourself to like get into cover behind one of these. Yeah, where where am I in relation to the golden bowl or whatever it's called? Uh, the gilded kiln. <laughs> the golden bowl. Where's the golden walk, um, Andre? <laughs> so the golden walk is on the other side of town. I really need some dim sun. Are you guys still having your lunch specials? <laughs> the gilded kiln is nearby. You're the center of town, so it's it would just take you know, a minute or so to get there. How far am I from those guys shooting me, throwing things at me? Uh, you're roughly 60 feet away. Damn. I'd be at disadvantage. Is he close enough to disadvantage me for an Eldritch Blast? Yeah, he's within melee range. All right, screw it. I'm gonna, I'll go disadvantage. I'm gonna swing at him. Or Eldritch Blast him, I mean. Uh, you see, who, who do you have on you? Who's your Pact of the Chain guy? Oh, good question. Three is... Layla. Three is Layla. I'm never going to have a goddamn fairy. Isn't Layla number three? Yes, Layla is three. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Everyone vote now. Press three for Layla. Look who comes crawling back. <laughs> you, that's what you do. That's how I summon you, literally. That's fair and true. Anyway, <laughs> health action. <laughs> Yay. And she just uh, throws her slime at this guy's face before you blast. Uh. Fistful of oats, <laughs> covered in slime. <laughs> Slimy oats. Oh, she still has the oats. I'm surprised we still have some. The old oat slime ball trick. Oh, I regurgitated them. Something tells me they don't ever really leave your body truly. Yeah, I had a feeling they were out of one of her orifices. One of my many orifices. Yeah, one of her many, many orifices. <laughs> I can make any pore on my body an inch wide. So uh, I'm rolling disadvantage here? No, no, uh, she gave you the help action, okay. so it's just norm. <laughs> Uh, that's a 20 again. Uh, yeah, you hit. Plus three. 10! Uh, <laughs> finish him. Yeah, this one's simple. He's not worth a fancy finish. He just erupts in a flame like flash paper, just out, and maybe like a, a leather armor falls to the ground. <laughs> just, uh, just <laughs> burns away from the inside. <laughs> just with a light. Uh, is dead. And then I will stare down the, <laughs> the, uh, uh, javelina guys. <laughs> the javelinas. All right, then. All attention on that one, man. <laughs> they, uh, do you, you want to get into cover? You have to move. Yeah, yeah. In, in that case, bluff called. Let's get into cover. Yep. <laughs> you stare them down. They pick up their javelins. You dive into cover. Uh, you got three quarters cover, which gives you five, a plus five bonus to your AC. Cool. Uh, they're going to roll. That one gets an 11. Nope. 
That one gets a seven. Nope. nope. Two javelins enter the side of this empty cart. Haba Havalina. Polly, you're with this halfling woman. She's like, oh, say thank you so much for helping me. Have a caramel, sweetie. What? No, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. This feels just oddly familiar, but thank you. <laughs> That's Leaf Jim's thing. Um, I like say your uh, prejudice against other old ladies. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> just competitive. <laughs> uh... Uh, what? I'm sorry. Can we can we re-record that last bit? Uh, I put it in my mouth and it's just terrible. It's the worst caramel I've ever had. Say, oh, thank you. <laughs> There's a, it's so dusty. It's, it's Sandy. Uh, I say, uh, ma'am, you've been in this, uh, you've been here for longer than I have. Uh, where, is there anywhere else I should be looking to help? Or is it okay if I go back and help my friend? I don't, you might be getting javelined. Whole town's gonna burn down, you dumb shit. Look around. Uh, can you get these kids somewhere where you, a little bit safer, maybe? Yeah, we'll run towards the monastery. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, could you make it over yonder dune? How about that? Uh, you point to the Theo dune? The Theo dune. All right, kids, let's move into the desert we go. Not too far. Just... <laughs> She starts uh, whapping them on the butts with her cane, and they all start running off like, ah! <laughs> I scream issues when I say, if you ever want to go adventuring, just let me know. Uh, okay. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to uh, turn and probably, uh, how far off is Mendo right now? Uh, Mendo's like, well, it's not, uh, 80 feet. Uh, Mendo, well, if he sees you looking at him, he just gives a thumbs up as two javelinas just kind of thud into his, the <laughs> wagon behind him. Just <laughs> doing great. Uh, I'm feeling very challenged by other people trying to get in on my javelin game. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to try and get as close to these javeliners as I can with my move. I don't know if you've gleaned yet, but I'm going to give them a javelin. Of course. Hava, javelina, javelina. Uh, so 14. Uh, 14. Does it. For six damage. Yeah! Plus three, nine. Nine damage. Yeah! Uh, finish him. Very nice. I say, I say, um, you need to work on your form. Uh, <laughs> and I get him, uh, square in the, uh, I'm aiming for the left eye this time. Uh, because I'm challenging myself. I've been aiming for mouths a lot. So I'm going for other smaller points. Uh, to the left eye. Uh, through the pupil, baby. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah. Pins him to the ground. Uh, his friends next to him. All right, all right. <laughs> I said, did you see my form there? Did you learn anything? <laughs> um, help, help. <laughs> uh, oh my God. He is going to, that's not his turn yet. So we'll wait, we'll wait to see what he does. But um, Free action. I tell Polly what uh, Breva, what Breva told me about the middle thing. Oh yeah, Breva is, you know, she's uh, struggling to get air, but she says, Polly, the gilded kiln. They're there, the leaders. Oh. Hi, Breva. Hi. I say hi in uh, Indraconic to her. I say, what's up, girl? I'm dying. <laughs> uh, let's jump back to Leaf Jim. Leaf Jim, you're in the shit. Uh, these guys are raining hell down on you. Are they? You've got, you're in a wolf form and you've got a moonbeam on them. So go ahead and do your thing. All right. I'll continue to beam them, to moon them. That will happen on their turns. And uh, I'm going to bite the, the mage. Oh, beast. I'll give you a treat if you stop biting me. 16. I have kibbles. <laughs> uh, that hits. I have begging strips. Begging strips. <laughs> <laughs> I see that they're like the off-brand kind, and I... <laughs> I don't own a dog. I eat them myself. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. You're just like latched on his arm. He's waving it around. This hurts so much. I can't believe I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Dang it. I can't believe he's not dead yet either. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> This is ridiculous. 
Uh, then he starts his turn and he makes his con save. <laughs> he fails horribly. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your 2d10. 10. Better. Uh, finish him. <laughs> he goes, ha, I've survived. I am the, I am the pinnacle of health. I am Zalus's own chosen man. Um, yes. Well, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna go for the begging strips that are still in his his like <laughs> his his pants pocket. What? And I'm gonna basically No, I'm saving those for later! The, whatever vein is there, basically just bite it and he bleeds out from his leg. They're a protein-packed snack! Uh, and then uh, yeah, you rip the flesh <laughs> underneath. Up. It's a <laughs> femoral artery. Uh, and then uh, it all of uh, your figus flames go into his bloodstream and he ruptures from within. Beautiful. Ugh. <laughs> the soldier, the first of these soldiers begins his turn. Uh, go ahead and just roll 2d10 for both of them, just to see. To wait, so roll 2d10. They start their turns, but they're going to make their con saves. The first one passes his con save. Eight. Eight. Uh, so he takes four damage, uh, fully kills him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the other one fails, and that fully kills him. So uh, <laughs> you see a bit... Uh, there's a big circle uh, overhead where this light's coming from, and it's just like a big figus face filling it. <laughs> oh, and he goes, I like that. Aww. And like, <laughs> I'm on my figus. I love you. I blow it a kiss as a wolf. Oh, it goes like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I love you. Oh. oh. Uh, and uh, everyone around here is dead. These ships Perfect. are still burning. The, f- the smoke is still filling the room. What do you do? You know, for an ember monastery, you think they would have some sort of water, <laughs> like fire <laughs> system, rigged up for this. Uh, but I, I have to go inside and put the bellows where they belong. Okay. So you head through the doorway leading up the stairs. Yes. Or wait, can I open like like the garage? It's open, I'm guessing. So. Yeah, yeah. It's just an open, like cut out area of stone. So it's not like it can really contain the fire. Uh, you have spells. You look around if you'd like. Um... Yes. Yes, I, I would like to look. All right. Uh, you know that these ships are like uh, stocked, like for like desert travel. So in their holes, there would be like jugs of water and stuff like that. And there's also sand all around you. Can, can I dig into the sand to put the fire out? Yeah, you definitely <laughs> okay. can. All right. Uh, you, so you want to just take a minute and put out these fires? Yeah, as a you know, as a wolf. I, I can dig really fast. Yeah, he, yeah. He just, she just wanted to dig in general, and the fires being put out is incidental. Yeah, you just find a really nice looking digging spot. Yeah. I just had a an itch to do it, you know. There was a spot where one of the begging strips landed, yeah. and you're just like, you already found it, but you think there's more, so you're digging. Uh, but I love that so much. Yeah, you throw a bunch of uh, sand onto these um, onto these flames and eventually put out both ships. Uh, we'll hop back over to Mendo. Uh, Mendo, that is your turn. There's one of these. <laughs> Let's Elders blast that last sucker. Uh, go ahead and roll. Ooh, that was a little shorter. Uh, 13. Hits. Yeah. Ooh, nine. <laughs> Finish him. Yeah. <laughs> just enough, just uh, enough damage. <laughs> I'll just say... Uh, you know, for a fact of grin, I nudge Polly, who throws another javelina that I'll set on fire Ooh. and just, like, <laughs> stabs the guy, swing, pinning him to the ground. So he just kind of gets to watch it like the Terminator or something like that as the flames, like, lick up and then burn him. But the skeleton stays there, Mortal Kombat style. <laughs> I, I was going to surrender on my next turn. <laughs> Roll better initiative, Dirk. 
I, uh, what did we learn? <laughs> My only regret is that I didn't have a higher dexterity. <laughs> I'm gonna walk over there and pick up any, any javelins that I can find. <laughs> you loot in the middle of this chaos. I uh, need more javelins! You do. Uh, you snag a bunch of javelins. You get, uh, let me roll. See how many of these are in working order. You get six javelins. I got nine javelins now, guys. Congrats. I have been keeping such good track of how many javelins I have for those of you at home. I lost one in the worm. <laughs> uh, and you guys are at uh, Breva's cage cart. Let her out. Wait, where are the other three? Did we get those other three too? There were six around her cart, right? Three on the other end of this circle. Okay. So it's uh, three and three. Um, but they, of course, have taken notice of you. They're just running over for help right now. Uh, uh, I would like to secure Breva before anything. Yeah, you look over, you clock that the others have... Uh, you see that one of the carts is gone. That was full of halflings. Is like not in your sight anymore. Oh, God damn it! And you see that uh, the people that were guarding it uh, seem to have run over to some of these lizard handlers and are speaking to them right now and pointing in your direction. Okay, let Briefa out, and we need to get to the golden bolt, the gold, the golden bowl. Snitch. I think I think one one battle at a time. I would rather have. We need to get to the the gridded. The gilded kill. I just want to point out that Leaf Jim's memory is is allowed to be faulty, but I don't know that. Mendo's memory should be that bad. I have a demon in my brain. That's nice, sweetie. Good for you. I have great memory. We got to get to the gilded kiln. Layla speaks up. Actually, that should actually improve your memory because uh, (laughs) uh, two minds are better than one. I will snap you out of existence. I know you will. (laughs) And I know it hurts. Uh, um, I let Breva out. I just want to say that right now. I want to let Breva out. Right. uh, the, The cage is padlocked. What do you do? Uh, let's see. What what kind of check would that be? Uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> you want to smash the lock? Yes. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in one hand and then try and use my gauntlet and smash it. All right. That's a that's a strength check. Twenty. Nat twenty. No, unnatural twenty. A, a bastard, bastard twenty. 20. <laughs> a bastard twenty. A bastard twenty. Uh, a twenty will still do it. This is not a very well made lock. It's it's rusty. Uh, so you just uh you just straight up punch it and it breaks <laughs> <laughs> and it was like oh I'm. Uh, my eyes are filled with blood, but that was really fucking cool, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Breva, Breva, are you... It, if I were to uh, hold your hand for a second, give you some healing, would you want to fight? Or do you think that you're probably going to wrap it up for the day, go take a little nappy poo someplace safe? Um, Probably depends on how much you give me and uh, if I find a weapon. <laughs> I'm going to give her... Nah, I'm gonna give her my full lay on hands. I'm gonna give her 20 HP of uh, 20 HP. Hell yeah. Of hands. Her wounds close all over her body as you lay on hands. In draconic, I very dramatically say, "Give me your hand, Breva." As she takes your hand, she sees the silver ring that's on it. The ring of draconic. Yeah. We'll talk about this later. And and then she springs up after after you fill her with your holy radiance. Oh, that felt really weird. Actually, that didn't feel like normal divine energy. <laughs> It's a, it's a good weird though, right? It's a very good weird. <laughs> I, I I can take care of these uh, the 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 group here if you want to go to the kiln. Uh, do, what about these salamander dudes that are coming? I'll hold them off, and so will the fighters here. And she points to one of the carts. You see, that's full of like younger men. Oh yeah, uh, oh, goes, hell yeah. Also, there's a whole, whole cart of halflings somewhere that we somehow lost. We'll track them down and we'll find them. Listen, listen, you need to get to the gilded kiln. Their leader is there. It's Rotten Jake. Not Rotten Jake. Uh, oh, it's a named Jake? Let's get in there. <laughs> you flash back uh, to, to episode one where you guys enter the Gilded Kiln, the wanted poster on the wall. 
He was there the whole time. <laughs> I mean. It's the Chekhov's gun, but it's rotten Jake. It's the Chekhov's Jake. <laughs> it's the Chekhov's Jake, yeah. Was, listen, it's the Chekhov's Jake. You have to take him out. Uh, listen, if, if he's not there leading his men, they'll, they're bandits. They'll just scatter to the winds, and then we can focus on the battalion. And then all of them will learn a lesson. It, it, just ignore him. It's fine. Just go. Let's do it that. Feels like you're really obsessed with the moral of the story. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's go to the gilded kiln. You guys go to the gilded kiln. I'll free these guys, and we'll track down the halflings. Sounds good, Brava. What? Hold on. What's my what's my summons name? Layla. 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 Thank you. I'm gonna jump on Layla's back as she charges towards the gilded <laughs> yeah, kiln. So heavy. I'm three. <laughs> Layla's like the size of like a large house cat, right? <laughs> I, I think she's about my size, actually. Let me see. <laughs> She is the, for all the, I'm going to say the size of a large house cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking like, I was thinking like real world Lex size for a second. I was like, oh no. No, uh, halflings are still considered medium, I think. Unless, are they small? I, I don't think small. any of the chosen classes are small, right? I think we are all medium. Yeah, I think, I, but I think that the closet is small. Well, either way, know. it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you slide off because it's so slimy, but not, but you slide off slowly because it's also a little sticky. <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. Uh, just a weird viscosity. Uh, yeah, Br- you see Breva uh, grabs uh, grabs a crowbar out from a tool set next to one of these carts and starts uh, working on popping the locks open on the remaining carriages. And, uh, Hell yeah, Breva. Loosing a, a camel to go ride after the remaining cart. Uh, you see she busts open the, one of the doors and a bunch of halflings spill out. They grab whatever arms they can. Uh, you see in the, the pile of valuables at the center of the cart, uh, there were a number of like throwing hammers and like uh, workman's tools that they're grabbing and using as makeshift weapons. And they start o- overwhelming one of the three guards who had returned, uh, began begun walking back towards them. They all just crowd this guy and start beating him down. Oh yeah. You hear another boom as another kiln explodes somewhere in town and you see these uh, lizards begin rolling up. Uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, we're headed, I'm... I'm thinking we're headed to that gilly kill him. Yeah. Hey. I, I, on the way there, still attempting to at least sort of ride uh, Layla. Uh, you move you move at half speed. You don't get there in time. The town is burned. Uh. I mean, it's one of those things that even if she's too small, like a small bike that I'll just keep running while holding, like just trying to make it work. It's fine. <laughs> You're walking. Hey, does anyone have a growth spell? She can transform, but like into something smaller. So it doesn't really happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can, I can turn smaller, but slightly sturdier. Like, no, uh, no. Like a bat, a centipede, or a toad. It's all worse. <laughs> she turns into a centipede and you smash her. All right, so uh, you, like, you ride Layla like a tiny, like a funny clown bicycle, uh, and you guys go, go, get to the Gilded Kiln. It's this flat, like, tuna can-shaped building, and you hear an argument coming from within. Let's jump over to Leaf Jim. Leaf Jim. You're working your way up these stairs. Uh, there's still some light smoke in here, but uh, it's it's not too too thick. The smoke is not too thick for you to see through. And eventually, you end up in a large corridor. It's familiar to you. You work your way around. You're moving towards the Ember Hearth, correct? Yes, I have the bellows in my direwolf pocket. <laughs> yes, <laughs> melded into your direwolf. Yeah, that's right. Your direwolf uh, feet padding along the ground. Uh, I, and as you get closer. Uh, you know that the hearth is close to the entrance of the monastery, and you can hear near the entrance that there are the sounds of battle outside, screams of people being attacked, and sounds of metal clanging to the ground as soldiers are filled. But they're not inside yet, are they? They're not inside yet. It seems calm inside. 
Although you do hear, as, as you are in the entryway, you can see the ember hearth in your sight. But you hear from a door down the corridor, you hear a scream and then a piece of metal clanging against the ground. Andre, I know you're just trying to confuse me. <laughs> what would you like to do? Seeing as Leaf Jim, seeing as Leaf Jim doesn't really know exactly what's supposed to happen once the bellows go back to where they belong. Because in my mind, I, it, in Sam's mind, it's like they'll be put there and then this light will come and all the evil nearby will just be pushed away. <laughs> but something tells me. <laughs> well- what, well, what Leaf Jim does know is that the monks draw their power oh, yes, from yes. the hearth and its elemental fire, so they'll be able to use their fire abilities once the hearth is restored. Well then, you know, I hear that clanging, but I can only help so many people, but I can help <laughs> a lot of people help themselves, so I'm going to go towards the bell, put the bellows where they belong. Right, um, so you, uh, but, yeah, to, yeah, can I, can your, I also- your inventory- I, I'm, you want to stay in wolf form while you do this? Or? Yes, and I also want to, uh, you know, sniff out the air. You know, <laughs> see if there's anything. So first, you hack up, like, because your inventory, like, melds into you. So you just go, huh, huh, and the, the bellows just, like, like, come out of your wolf mouth okay, yeah. and, like, splatter on the ground. I, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Uh, the bellows are on the ground in front of you. Uh, you can, I guess, <laughs> push down on them with your paws. <laughs> squirt elemental fire into the hearth. Uh, and well, but uh, before you do that, did you want to make the perception check or what? Yes, I wanted to. I have really keen hearing and smell, so see if I. Yeah, go ahead and make that check with advantage. And are there any smells you're searching out in particular? Um, human. Okay. <laughs> That is a... Oh, heck yeah. Oh, that's a 19. Great. Uh, so you smell a lot. There's a lot of smells going around. You smell smoke still hanging in the air. You smell coming from the, down the hall. You smell human and blood. And then more just varying odors coming from outside. But from that doorway where you heard the scream, you also smell death. I'm still just pushing the bellows with my with my, <laughs> right. with my You push down on the bellows, elemental fire spews out from the bellows and begins filling the hearth. Go ahead and make a wisdom nature check. So this is one of those cross applied checks. So nature checks are usually use intelligence, but you can use your wisdom modifier and then if you're proficient in nature, you can add your proficiency bonus. Sorry, did you say with advantage or no? Uh no, just a normal check. Uh 21. 21. All right, all right. You see elemental fire. You are a druid. You know the elements. Like, that is where you draw your sources of magic from, from the natural world. And the raw, you you channel your knowledge of all things natural and all the interconnectedness of the elemental planes into the bellows. They spew forth like a flamethrower, just flame after flame until the hearth is filled and bright. The entire chamber is lit up. All of the torch sconces that are around the monastery boom, 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 light up. Like Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> exactly. Like Phantom of the Opera. Uh, and you can see from on the outside through the like uh, screen doors, flame begins to ignite outside. You guys 
Polly and Mendo, you just hear, yeah! And you, you see on the rock structure behind you that fire starts being shot out of fists and mouths at these invading zealous soldiers uh, as the tide begins to turn on uh, the I steps. I turn to Mendo and I say, guess she did it. <laughs> guess it was fine. However, Leaf Jim. We're still, we've got things to do, Polly. Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. The light is lit up and boom, 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 torches light up down the corridor and end at that door, which slides open. Oh, yes. Walking out of that room is a human man with slicked back blonde hair. He wipes a large glaive off on his boots. It was stained with blood. You see the flames cast light into the room behind him. You see a body on the ground, the dead body of the intern who once guided you through this monastery. Oh, Travis. He killed the intern. They didn't even get paid. Worst summer gig ever. <laughs> Leafjin, uh, this guy. Who are you? Finishes wiping his glaive off on his boots and he says, I'll be taking those, dog. And that's oh, where we'll call it this week, oh guys. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs>